Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal today on a specific Friday. <laughs> Or rather, it'll be uh, a little bit. Sa- oh, is it Friday on your end? Is it yeah, Saturday? It, it, it is Friday. It's Friday. It is Friday, but just a little later on in the day. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Tony V. Genov. Okay, okay. <laughs> was that pretty close? That, that was uh, that was pretty close. Uh, it is actually hard the G like Genov. Oh, Genov. Yeah. Oh man. See, I was gonna. It was one or two. I was gonna say Genov or Genov or Genov or Genov. <laughs> I used to to struggle with my name earlier this year. I wanted to uh, change my name on social media just because I was freaked out that people just won't pronounce it right or they would say Gino or whatever. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, does it? (laughs) Has anyone ever called you Mr. Genovia? Um, No, that that, that would be a first. (laughs) It's it's almost like referencing to, right? It's, yeah, it's almost like the GIF, GIF thing. Like, how would you yeah, pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, the GIF thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is pronounced GIF. Uh, I'm, um, on, I'm on the other side on that one, too. <laughs> you're on GIF? <laughs> I am a GIF guy, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Either way, it's tomato, tomato. It's the same yeah. thing. It, it, we right? get the point across, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, this is a, a podcast in the making. We've actually been talking quite a bit um back and forth and we finally made some time together um so welcome finally i know you're can you just okay i there's like a bajillion things going into my brain all in one second but let's let's take it one step at a time can you just do a brief intro and then we'll go from there sure um also first of all thank you so much for having me this is really fun i've been looking forward to this um yeah 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 my name is tony genov or genov you know whatever floats your boat uh to everyone <laughs> listening um i i am a bulgarian and currently i live in denmark i've been living mm. here for five years um and i work in video i make videos and my main focus is the music industry nice nice and concise i like it I usually get the, um, I work in this and then been like seven years and then, you know, been trying to feed my pups. I want to make this much. I I just try not to get the people to click away already. They'll be like, ah, fuck this guy. It's not a job application, you know. Uh, It's always fun uh, interviewing others or having a conversation, I I usually most likely say, um, because it, it gives you different perspectives on different things and even though you're primarily is that your main um is your main uh your work source is a yes. video a videographer yes. uh, I've nice been, yeah full-time videographer for perhaps the past two years um, but i've been doing it for more years but you know in the beginning i was doing dishwashing and making mm. videos for free then making a little bit of money and slowly making more and more until i managed to get full-time into it oh I, I would love to. I would love to do that full time myself. I I am myself a, a videographer. Um, I've been doing it for just a little over four years. I'm not paid. Um, pro, I call it professional hobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good term for it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good term for it. Uh, I make videos on YouTube and stuff. So I I understand. Um, I understand it. I would like to eventually make money off of it. Uh, I did make a couple of uh, wedding videos. I was a the second videographer, second right. shooter-ish. Yeah. Uh, it was quite fun. Uh, different perspective. You know, obviously you don't want to get into the way of the photographer because they pay them more and I'm just kind of like the sidekick. Yeah. But it gives you uh, a feel. So whereas the photographer would have thousands of pictures, 
we would have maybe, I don't know, 45 to an hour and a half that you're trying to compress into 15 minutes um, afterwards. So it's it's a different feel altogether. But enough about me. This is about you. I'm actually, okay? I got curious. Uh, what, what would be your ideal, uh, like situation like what type of videos would you like to be a full-time on youtube or what kind of videos in your ideal world would you make well ideally as of current i i mean i make videos on youtube right now uh mostly vlogs sometimes tutorials uh also gaming like everything all in one mm -hmm. go because i don't i don't like being in a niche i i call myself a, a hack of all trades so whatever i feel that's out of the moment I will upload and yeah. I don't really care if people like it or not. You know, it's it's just one of those. It gives me creative freedom to just kind of go about it. Absolutely. However, if I were being paid uh, a stupid amount of money, <laughs> um, <laughs> music videos would be pretty cool. Awesome. Now, yeah. we're, now we'll get into an interesting podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So music videos or even just like mini shorts like docuseries. Yeah. I dig it. Um, my first full, not I'm going to say first full, my, but like the one that I thought of, wrote a script for and everything, I call it uh, for my dear grandmother. Uh, and it's on the first landing page on my channel. I'm actually going to link it to you yeah, right absolutely. now so you can um, so you can see it. I call it something for my Lola. Lola is Tagalog. I'm Filipino uh, for grandmother. So this is the, the link right here. I wrote this script out. Um, I acted it out. I had the, the whole I had the whole speech ready. I had a, uh, a backing track for it. Everything was set up. Um, it took me about two days worth of shooting myself. Um, but just after like two years, after getting all the, I want to say the muscle memory together, um, I put it into kind of a film and my brain, how it would look like mm -hmm. uh, for her. So that, that's like the, for me, that's like the, the funnest one and my most accomplished one. I don't really care if people watched it or not, but for me, that, that will be forever. That's like, this is what I did. This is, this is the standard. And then from then on, we can keep on going. Yeah. So, so it is just as much for yourself as if yeah. not more as opposed to creating for others. Mm -hmm. now, I mean, I feel let's you. Talk I about... feel you. Um, I just wanted to say that, um, I definitely think it's really great that you're versatile and you can like uh, dip your feet into different waters, you know, with uh, all mm -hmm. kinds of videos. And I've personally struggled with that a lot. And I still do that in when you can do a lot of things and when you think that a lot of things interest you, it's really hard to get really good at one thing. So Yeah, because you're doing so many things. That exactly. is true. Exactly. Over the years, um, I've made travel videos. I've worked with companies that send me to travels, you know, to make videos mm. uh, like tourist videos. I've did. Uh, I used to own a video production company, so I was working with oh, clients. Wow. I was doing uh, events, all kinds of videos, and then YouTube. On YouTube, I was doing vlogs, and one of the videos this summer actually became pretty viral. Uh, mm. And then I realized that this is actually not something I want to do. Like, I don't want to do this kind of vlogs. Just yeah. right after my video got successful, you know, on like TV and network sharing it and stuff. I was like, well, I actually don't want to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> I just... Uh, Screw you guys. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about the money. <laughs> so after so many years of doing all kinds of stuff, 
uh, music videos have always been on the back of my head. The whole reason I, um. I entered video was because of music videos. And then I just decided, you know what, this is it. I'm completely focusing on music videos right now. And this is Got what I'm going you. to do. Yeah. Okay. Quick question and a quick tangent. How do you feel about um, effects on videos, music videos in particular? Man, I love that question. <laughs> you started really fucking well. Let me give you that. I love the question. You know what? I, 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 I've been. I can talk like let's do like a three part podcast. You know, I can talk okay. so much about. Okay, okay, I'm down. <laughs> I am down. Okay, FX I will share you video. my seven tricks that I use all the time. Uh, if I were to make a music video, because I think, in my opinion, um, a less is more. And I, I just like them subtle. I don't like them. I can make the screen go bananas if I wanted to. I can make it turn. I can make it do a whole bunch of things, you know, zoom into the next mm -hmm. one, whatever. All, pretty much all the tricks. And I'm sure you can do it, too. Uh, do you see on YouTube? But if there's no story underneath it, it's just the video effects. Sure. So that's uh, that's the fine line I struggle with uh, whenever, you know, potential clients. But hey, can you make it do this or can you make the color do that? Blah, blah. Or they saw it on another video somewhere from like a rap group or something like, oh, his eyes were doing that. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But what are we trying to convey here, you know? Exactly. Now, well, here's why I stand with that. Um, effects are definitely cool, you know, um, if done testfully. I think that, uh, yeah. the, the, first of all, this whole video thing, it's it's a fake, uh, it's a trend, you know? Mm. And I'm pretty sure that it's already passing. Like, we had this big trend in travel videos, you know, those zoom-in uh, transitions that were so yeah, popular yeah, yeah. and those stuff. And eventually, now I'm sick of them. Like, if I see a zoom tradition, I click off immediately, you know? Oh, my God. Me, too. I can't, <laughs> I can't, do, I can't do another Sam Colder. Like, it's exactly. just... Exactly. It's, it's over your trend. But it's fine because trends are trends because it's something new and exciting mm. and people love it. With music videos, it's the same, especially with uh, Lyrical Lemonade, you know? Um, yes. It became very popular. His style of Cole Bennett, like he really blew this role, um, very full of effects style, and it's really cool for what it is. But then people, of course, started copying him a lot. And I, my main issue with that is that this is cool in the moment, but it doesn't stand uh, the test of times. For yeah. me, a video should look good ten years from now. It should look good twenty mm. years from now. You know. And that is uh, why I really, really uh, don't like CGI and I'm a huge fan of everything practical because if Got you do it. your video practical or you use very light effects, it would look good after many years too, you know. But with the rate that CGI is developing, um, uh, CGI from five years ago is already dated and you can really yeah. tell when something is like bad. So for me, it should be mm -hmm. evergreen, you know, it should really stand the test of times. So I am really not big on effects. I like uh, just to see you keep it simple, uh, make it snappy, make it look good, and uh, make sure that if you use effects, there's reason for it, not just for the sake yeah, of it. Yeah, thank you for saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. Make sure there's a reason to using it because, yes, we can put it on there, but at the same time, why are we putting it on there? Now, real quick, how do you feel? Oh, was it? I just had them in my brain. There's this um, it's a popular YouTuber. Okay. I just watched his film yesterday. Peter McKinnon. Oh, oh my oh, yeah, God. Peter McKinnon. So Peter McKinnon, <laughs> he just released. So he, here's the thing about Peter, right? Um, yes, videographer. Yes, photographer. Yes to the tricks. He can do it. And a lot. And he has surged. 
I mean, I was there when he had uh, 15,000 subscribers. Oh, so wow. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dig the whole vlogging thing. So much so that, you know, Casey and I sat the biggest guy ever to do the vlogs that made it popular with the whole go, uh, the whole Joby thing on his hand mm-hmm. running the, um, the skateboard. His stories, and it's just hard cuts, right? On his, on his, um, on his vlogs. That's, that's literally all it is. His story takes predominant on everything. Are we talking about uh, Casey or Peter? Are we talking about Casey? We're talking about yeah, Casey. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Just straight hard cuts. Exactly. Right yeah, yeah. to the thing. I freaking love that. I uh, love, love, love that. Preach it, brother. Preach it. Same thing. The thing also, uh, just to your point, what I love to Casey, um, a few months ago, I went to like a pretty big rabbit hole just watching like very old Casey videos. Like we're talking, mm. I don't know, seven years old. Very old. And yeah. while, you know, the quality is obviously bad because it's shot with camera from seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But the videos are so entertaining and it's pure right. creativity. I love that when he wants to get the point across, you know, instead of using like fancy graphics or stuff, he would just use paper and he would cut like some stop motion stuff and he would use like whatever materials he has lying around. And mm-hmm. back to the evergreen point, you know, um, just a funny stop motion with M&Ms or like with Domino's to illustrate like yeah. his day. This will look good after 50 years too because that's My God. real. That's stop it. motion. Exactly. Every time but, I hear that word, I get a, I get a little, I get a little anxiety because it takes so long to do it. Oh yeah. Have you tried it? Yeah, I, I have. And it's just, oh my God. How did it go? It's like click. It, it takes, uh, I, I did 15 seconds of, I think it was like an airplane trying to move to one side with like graphics going into it, like handwritten graphics. It took like two hours for 15 seconds because it's one photo out of the after the other and you're just kind of moving it in sequence, you know, mm-hmm. and then you piece it together. But there is a way to do it um, easier that I found out. Oh, well, I if you it. just did it, if you do it in video and just kind of do it slow and then you chop it up, you do the... um or rather in Premiere Pro, instead of like 4K Rezo, go put it all the way down to 480p mm-hmm. and then it will give it that feel that the stop motion is and you just chop it and shorten it uh, with the um, uh, with the R tool. I forget what it's called now. I can't even get my yeah, brain I can, around I can so see it. This it walking. speeds it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then right there, stop motion. I was like, why didn't I know this before? <laughs> fair enough, yeah. you know? It's a learning process. It's a learning process, man. I, I want to tell you, um, I took before I took the whole videography thing uh, to heart. It, I took it took me, or rather, I I took a year to just learn the lingo. What what are cuts? What are J cuts? Um, what are L cuts? Etc. How to put music? Uh, how to make it swell? How to give it feel? How to give it emotion? Um, I was studying a little bit of cinematography from you know any anything that i can consume off of youtube to make me uh, a better storyteller i would watch it because in just to kind of give it perspective the movies that we see are the best the best um the best teachers that we can get because they did all the stuff already so how can we emulate that that's my that's my biggest thing before i bought the camera so i took all the time i needed and then Premiere Pro happened. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "What am I doing? What What are all these buttons? Did it jump what What is Premier? this? Yeah, 
I think yeah. that's uh, Just... that's what I would advise anyone who starts that uh, you should learn directly the big boys. You know, you should not start mm. with an easy program and then go to like more complicated one. Just start straight up with Premiere or Final Cut. Yep. It's Premiere or Final Cut. I was going to go DaVinci. I wanted to do the free thing for a little bit. But then I was like, you know what? Since everyone is doing on Premiere or rather um the people that i follow for the time being uh premiere all the tutorials are there and easily more accessible so i i went ahead and did premiere and you know what it's it's amazing altogether do you use premiere also i used to use um uh, uh, premiere yeah but um two years ago i switched to final cut uh ah, and okay. honestly i'm so much happier with final cut to be honest yeah um, yeah, yeah. It it works very smooth uh, on my MacBook, uh, which mm. is Premiere was crashing so much. But also my MacBook. Oh, is it crashes like a crazy one. motherfucker! Yeah, oh my but god! Also, like it's just like everything is so much easier. I feel like in there, it's more simple, you know. So I just do whatever mm. I need to do real quick, and it probably doesn't have all the functionality of Premiere. But for getting your point across, doing your edits, I think it's it's amazing. And oh, yeah, I yeah. love it's that like... uh, it's not a subscription, you know. Um, yeah. I've probably already saved a lot of money from buying it one one time payment. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you are for the listeners, if you're running on a Mac, you know, absolutely do the Final Cut. Don't get a third party subscription because it, it's just as powerful as Premiere. Maybe just a different set of lingos, but it's the same exact thing, and you'll save a lot more money. Now, I don't have a Mac. I'm a I'm a PC guy, so uh, the subscription, yeah. A year? Um, yeah, for PC... It's like 500, would, 600 bucks. Exactly. For PC, you have to do Premiere, like, uh, if you want to go the yeah. best. Or I get, mm-hmm. I guess, Avid, was it? Like, a very pro software. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not just Premiere, Premiere, too, you know? There's also Lightroom, there's Photoshop, all those going together, and I have those subscriptions, too. So that's why I said, like, five, 600 bucks yeah, well, just in subscriptions. One thing I appreciate about the Creative Cloud is uh, how well connected they are. You know, you can jump mm-hmm. to After uh, after Effects or Photoshop between the softwares, like, really easily. So that's something really cool. You know, definitely has its upsides. Yeah. Okay, I was going to ask you, like, food stuff, but I'm just going to scratch that. You know, I'm just going to pick your brain. <laughs> okay, all... real quick. Food stuff will go over it just to not disappoint anyone who is interested in yeah, the food stuff. We'll, I love potatoes. We'll I love everything that. potatoes. I love simple <laughs> comfy food. I've been to a fancy restaurant and I hated it and I only eat potatoes. <laughs> yeah, Tony uh, sent me an email. He was like, uh, you know, if we're going to talk about food, I just love potatoes. <laughs> just potatoes in particular. Nothing else. Just potatoes. I love simple. I was like, okay. That's going to go well. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like the amount of... I, I pretty much eat every form, form of potato. I, I can write a potato cookbook, honestly. It's fucking insane. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, that was uh, for the few food-interested people. There you go. I'm a potato guy. <laughs> now, were you were you born... Were, or rather, should I say, uh, are, you a, uh, are you an Irishman at heart? Uh, might be to be honest i don't know uh, i don't know <laughs> i'm blonde maybe that helps a little bit i had uh, i was redhead as a kid actually oh uh, were you yeah and then my head uh, i was had really red hair so then and eventually turned blonde um but yeah maybe i have some irish but i guess the viewers don't really care about that to be honest <laughs> i'm not that interested but um you know what? Uh, we went a bit off track. I just wanted to uh, ask you back about Peter McKinnon, like um, okay. when you started talking about that. No, I was so, gonna, I was gonna circle back right into Peter. Yeah. yeah. So. Because uh, um, 
yeah, how does it compare with the case stuff, you know, especially so, yeah. with the new video that he got out? Yeah, so I want to talk about this new video that Peter is doing. So Peter, out of the slew of everybody else that's doing the same thing that he's doing. So what happened was when Peter, if you can remember, when he when he released the, I think it was like five camera hacks under 60 seconds or some junk, mm-hmm. or 10 camera hacks, that's his starting point pretty much, right? That's where he kind of blew up and then all the tutorials came in. But you can tell that he does full productions on his like videos. So when he finally... The first, the first iteration of it was the bucket shot. I freaking love that short. That short was phenomenal. And it was, I think, to a point, um, it was a, it felt like a fast casual. If I were in a restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. like just quick 10 minutes, you almost felt like you watched the whole film, but it wasn't. And it was just kind of a tease on what he did. And then his newest release, um, was it the mountains? Well, will forget me or something like that um uh, i it was it was phenomenal i I dig the whole it was like landscapey it was it was uh, a big breath of scenes everywhere i think that's what everybody should aspire to and he's doing it for himself that's that's why i loved it so much he made a film for himself he didn't really care about um what everybody else i I could assume so uh, because he kind of stopped doing the vlogs, the tutorials and all that. He literally slowed it down, made a film for himself. It was like about 18 minutes long and I appreciated it so much. Um, I, I love I love that kind of storytelling and yeah. I think more people should do it. Long, long um, form content is definitely making big waves on YouTube. Um, but yeah. I want to ask you about Peter McKinnon. You know what? Strangely enough, I've been seeing um, hate, you know, like I wouldn't oh, think quite that, a bit, uh, yeah. he would be getting hit, quite but a he's bit. been getting quite a bit of it. Why do you think that is? It's because he's so good. And that's like that's the main thing. If you ask Casey too, he would get so much hate because he's so good. And no matter um, you can ask this on any anyone that's kind of success uh successful, I should say, or maybe if you or I think I have one video that emulated Peter, and I can I can assure you, people would be like, "Oh, that's like a Peter McKinnon copycat right there." Hmm. Just like for that one second, if they were to find it, you know, there will always be kind of hate because uh, there's a benchmark that they have set, and people will be like, "Well, etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. I call those nonsense, and he just should she just uh, should wash it altogether. But I can guarantee you, though, if they had if they if they would meet Peter face to face, it'd be a different story <laughs> altogether. Sure. I think that's yeah. true for like many famous people who get hate. You know, mm. I think. But I like, how do you the... feel about it, though? Yeah. Um, Why do you think he's getting so much hate? You know what? I I guess I agree. Um, I I didn't, I've read a few of like uh you know uh in no small creator shout out to the group. Mm. Um, I've seen some people there like disliking his stuff. Um, saw a little bit on Twitter that people like weren't happy with him. But there is no yeah. there's not actual ground on all the hate. Like he hasn't done anything uh, or he hasn't said anything offensive or like controversial. And I honestly yeah. think that um. Part of it is, as you said, that he's just so good. I guess people just like feel like uh, jealous. I would say. Yeah. But also, I guess like the strongest argument I've seen is that uh, he kind of like 
uh, is repetitive with his stuff or he is or and that's his thing but that's it. his style but yeah i you mean know? he found his niche he found his style so he's just doing his thing kind of i don't really see a reason for hate and for the people that says he's overkilling it like using red camera for youtube I would, mm -hmm. I would say that every person, if he got a chance to shoot with red, they would do it. <laughs> oh, shoot with red. Shoot with yeah. an Ari Alexa. Fucking do exactly. it. Because, you know, um, I, I'm pretty sure you knew this. Uh, Marquez Brown Lee shoots all his YouTube in 8K. Exactly. On the red camera. And there's no and reason, not a lot of people know that. There's no and that's what it is. That. And I yeah. saw uh, one guy who said that uh, he's actually future-proofing his videos, which is completely yeah, he is. true. You know, it's, yeah, that's you what might we're not see it in, in its, all its glory on YouTube, but he has all, all that movie like, in his hard drive in mm -hmm. fucking 4K, 6K, yeah. 20K, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, like, what happens when we finally jump up to 4K? Like All media content is now regular 4K, just like it was when it was 720 and everybody jumped to 1080. What happened, right? All the 720 is like, eh, it's outdated, it looks old. Same exact conversation when everything from 1080 right now jumps to 4K standard, you watch the 1080 stuff, they're like, ah, that's old stuff. Yeah. Then what happens? But then again, the 8K comes know, in, right? Um, people, you know, different creators, they have different priorities. And that's why yeah. I also disagree with the hate towards him because he's like, he's a gear head, you know, he's a nerd in a good yeah. way. <laughs> like, uh, Aren't uh, we like all I gear love heads talking though? about like gear as well. So it's just what he loves, like using this high, high end, like uh, tech uh, for filmmaking. But there's all the creators who couldn't care less. Like look at any PewDiePie's video. It's, it looks like it's been shot on, on like the first iPhone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and no one cares about it because that's his no thing. You know, he cares about his content and about the entertainment. So the quality of the video doesn't concern him at all. And he's the Correct. one guy who can buy a goddamn studio in Hollywood or something, you know, like mm -hmm. it's just different priorities. So just, just, there's no reason to hate on any of that. And it's disappointing yeah. because the guy is definitely putting an insane amount of work uh, to his videos. I think I think the um, the second part to that conversation would be like, I think people I, at a certain point, like if you eat chicken every day, you would get a little sick of chicken. Except you know? potatoes. I <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to their point, I think they're just a little over it. If they just gave their brain a little bit of a break and then come back to it, I, I bet you they would reappreciate really what he's doing. Because, one, like I said, Peter has his own style, just like Sam Calder, just like Casey Neistat. And I know we're talking about the big guns here. Mm -hmm. These are the biggest of the big guys. They Everybody knows their content. Um, Casey, most infamous for his vlogs, the hard cuts. And the story, that's Casey. Peter, the the more cinematic, the 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 the, the smoother frame rates, uh, all the crazy lights, that's him. Right? Yeah. Sam Calder, the transitions. So everyone has their own thing if they just give it a little bit of a break. Exactly. And, I mean if you, you know, think about it, it's the same in Hollywood, like Quentin Tarantino yeah. and Christopher Nolan. They have completely different styles. Oh my god. And people like uh, their films for different reasons, you know. So, Tarantino, man. <laughs> are you a fan? Uh I I my fan I fucking love Tarantino. <laughs> I just recently went on a little bench for Tarantino because I haven't seen his movies. So I saw uh, Inglorious Bastards and Django mm. Unchained, and I loved I loved them. And like, just think about those scenes, though. Think about how he shot them. Think about 
exactly what was going on. That's my favorite part about watching movies now that I am a hobbyist filmmaker per se is because how their brain thinks, how he made that shot, how he made us feel about that shot. And that's like the other part that not many people are understanding. The actors can act the hell the hell they want, but if that scene didn't move correctly or how that direction didn't go that way, it would invoke a different emotion altogether and that's what made them so much of a genius altogether i can i can just talk <laughs> film all day man well, how lucky we're it. on a podcast right <laughs> right <laughs> no honestly yeah it's um it's insane how much uh to me like the more i do it the more i realize how important is editing you know just by yeah. switching two shots around you can completely change the whole story you know how do you feel about um like the j cuts but with swells in it and I, this is a particular nerdy question because do you, do you think that that, like, okay, here's a scene, right? Um, girl in the car going home, it goes into a J cut and then right into, um, the little room sound of the car stopping, but it's already the home set into the picture. Mm-hmm. How um, important is that in your, I, I, I actually find myself doing those uh, quite a bit, but um, again, like if, if if it feels if it's in the right context, um, usually I would prefer the sound to start first and then to see the picture. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got yeah, it. as opposed to the backside. Of the it, other way around. Yeah, the gotcha. other way around. Yeah, because like, um, yeah, you know, like you, you you hear something and then you see it. That makes more sense to me. Um, than to see it and then hear it afterwards yeah, but again depends on context yeah how do you feel about that i i prefer the visual first for some reason my brain thinks that way so if i see it i'm like oh, okay and then eventually the sound gets in and then my brain plays a trick it's like wait was it supposed to be the other way mm. and it's kind of a silly way to kind of think about it but i i, I tend to do that the other way like if you watch my my, my YouTube, um, that little short that I made, whole bunch of that in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's maybe awesome like six because, or seven uh, shots. That it, it's like it's a technique that you find yourself like uh, like your ground to be, you know, like everyone yeah, has yeah, their yeah. thing, and this might as well be your thing, you know, like uh, the real good use of those cuts or this particular style of editing. Um, mm-hmm. That's really cool. I would definitely actually check out the video. Um, I shouldn't do it probably on the podcast because I'll just spend like six minutes uh, silent. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but uh, hey, if we do part two, we'll definitely talk about it. Oh, no, we're doing part two because we're, we're talking about this potato damn thing that oh, you're man, so fond of. Don't get me started. I can list okay. you recipes upon recipes. <laughs> okay, real quick. what What is the best type of cheese to go on said potato? Oh, that's a great. You know what? I'm Bulgarian feta cheese. Everyone oh. should try baked uh, potatoes uh just pure baked potatoes um with uh grinded feta cheese on top it's a goddamn Ooh, heaven that is delicious do, do you um do you have like a lot of feta cheese in the states like oh yeah we like... do we do we, we quite a bit mm-hmm. okay. but not like not the good shit that you guys have we have like the 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 whack crap mm. from like i don't know somewhere but it's not as good as if we were to get it from there um oh man potatoes oh did you know and here's my potato fact for you um that the the human body can or should only need potatoes and butter 
It has all the nutrients and all the stuff that you need to grow in potatoes and butter. Really? Yeah. That's definitely You can live off potatoes and butter. <laughs> or potatoes and dairy, not not butter, but you know, any well, form of That's um, great news. Actually, um I'm uh, I eat also way too much yogurt, you know, Greek yogurt, I would, ooh, you would call it, but the book I can mess up a yogurt right now, yeah, man. Honestly like uh again, potatoes with yogurt is so fucking good. Like you would have Oh my yogurt. god. Listen, you bake potatoes, you put yogurt and garlic powder. And that and salt, of course, and you would mm. be surprised. Oh my god, I need to make some. I'll actually have that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, here's a recipe for you. We have at the restaurant we do smashed potatoes. It's like a little play on you know mashed potatoes. Instead of sm- instead of you know making mashed potatoes, you would take I don't know maybe three or four of them. You kind of gently smash them so they're a little flat, and then open them up on the inside, and then bake it, pre-bake it. So it gets a little crust. Mm-hmm. Once it comes out, we make a um, so not a not a Greek yogurt, but a, a heartier yogurt that we use, and we mix that with a garlic confit uh, with parsley and chives, and then smack that sucker right on top of it. Man, uh, it goes right back into the oven. <laughs> right, right, right. I would definitely try that. Once it comes out, we drizzle a little bit of uh, lemon butter right on top of it to serve, and it's delicious that sounds amazing okay potatoes you okay know, just, I know just potatoes. when i'm visiting like i should definitely <laughs> check out the restaurant <laughs> oh my goodness now one uh one random question for you because i think the um i think you would have a crack at this let's uh, let's um let's put our brain into video making mode and this is the one line that i'm going to tell you and how you would shoot it and let's give ourselves, I don't know, like a 30-second short, okay? How many chickens would it kill? How, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? 120. <laughs> <laughs> I had the question, how would you shoot that? Uh, how would I shoot it? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would shoot it low. I would shoot it on the ground level, like uh, as low as the From chickens. the chicken perspective? Yeah, from the chicken perspective okay. and just shoot it upwards and just see them like start crawling upwards towards him on the top of each other and just fuck him up, you know? Oh, like um, like it just, like uh, it dog piles on the, the elephant. Basically, yeah. Kind of. How, how would you shoot okay. it? <laughs> oh, man. I would take it from the elephant's perspective from behind his ear. So imagine the elephant's kind of walking yeah. and there's a chicken across the road. Uh, a little cliche thing, right? Chicken across the road. And he's like, what is that chicken doing there? And the chicken goes, not really CGI, but kind of puts his uh, cluckers into his uh, waist. Like, what's up? <laughs> and then on the other side of the elephant, or rather should I say on the left ear, uh, shoot again from down below. Uh, the chicken goes. He um, he'll make a whistle sound and uh, goes back into uh, the second shot from the chicken, looking into the elephant. Like what the fuck? Goes back into the elephant, um, looking at the chicken. Now there's like hordes of them coming. Uh, okay, slowly. that's a good one. That's a good one. Right, right. Yeah, the second <laughs> shot that is the same, but with a lot more chicken. Yeah, yeah that would get, like a chickens. great comedic effect. <laughs> and then. Back into the elephant, and he's slowly just kind of instead of walking forward, slowly start to back up, back into the chicken one more time, uh, whistles one more time, and 
this time from the the main chicken that's looking at the elephant, but zooms in into the elephant's legs behind him. There's more chickens <laughs> coming to him, and an end scene. That's, That's awesome. it. Thirty seconds. This almost reads like a Family Guy cutaway gag. You know, <laughs> you would have a lot of fun if you work with Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My brain is weird. I think um, I just like not really so much comedic stuff. But what if what if literally like eight hundred chickens went to fuck up an elephant? You know, I would. See I think that. that'd be. <laughs> I would definitely click on that YouTube video. You know, <laughs> that would be a long. Um, Imagine if it was like stop motion. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> that would take forever. And that's probably one oh. thing you cannot really do practical, to be honest. Yeah, Get a lot of a... trouble with Peter. What if? Okay, what if like re- instead of real chickens, what if it's just cut out chickens? Oh my god, that'd be amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah, that would really get even better with it. And then I like do like it. a quick I like way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, quick, like, five seconds behind the scenes, like, you playing with the fucking papers, like, just throwing shit, and, yeah. And then night turns to day, like, just make the, the scene go black and go uh, night again, which is an easy transition uh, to get the clouds in. <laughs> nice. I think we should just write something, man. We should. What do you think, Tony? I, you know what? I'm always down for anything, to be honest. Like, we can do, like, a uh, multi-continental show collab how about that uh okay how do you feel about because he's doing it right now how do you feel about dan mays about what dan mays oh dan mays oh yeah yeah um i saw yeah i i checked him out for a little bit i haven't seen him in a while but uh i think it's it's cool that seed thing that he's doing i don't know if he's doing yeah right but uh that's like a pretty wholesome show um, and I like his snappy editing as well. I think that um, he keeps the attention on himself on the video. There's not like mm-hmm. a dragging parts in his videos. Yeah, he does the he does more of the stop motions than I've seen on anybody else that do the con. I mean, Casey did it for quite a bit, but Dan literally all his videos have stop motion in it, which is yeah. I know it a pain. It's just a pain. It really I actually is. think that uh, for him is uh, might be more of an artistic choice. But the thing yeah, that yeah, I yeah. love about Case is that he did those literally because he couldn't do actual graphics yeah. <laughs> out of necessity, you know. <laughs> so that's so cool that sometimes when you think that you're limited in some way. Oh, speaking of limitation, um, I think that uh, the best way to get like creative with something is when you have limits. Uh, and I'm trying yeah. to apply this to myself, you know. So if you think, okay, I can do something only in one room or I can do something only with one actor, like then with those limitations, you start to get some cool ideas. Um, you know, but, I would love to do a scene where if it's just one room and a fight scene. This is like my oh my god! I I want to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. So in a room, though, think about it. Um, just like I don't know, like a six by six, two two dudes just fighting the hell out of one room, um, but like cut in a way that Tarantino would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are some of you know, low of, shot, uh, high shot, right into, you know, a 50-50, right into quick, <laughs> go into a wide, back into a 35, and then from, like, a first-person perspective, I think it'd be dope as hell. Get it though in there, yeah. What, what are some of your favorite fight scenes? Okay. There's going to be a lot, <laughs> okay? 
Um, but they're they're not so, or rather, if you watch fight, if you watch if you watch a lot of um, like you know like um like old Asian movies, mm-hmm. kind of or like those those big dramatic ones. But uh, the most predominant one in my brain, have you ever seen um, the Drunken Master by Jackie Chan? Um, no, but I I've seen oh my uh, most of his movies, but uh, I don't think I've seen uh, the ones that he did before uh, becoming mainstream in America. Is it like mm-hmm. um, a Chinese movie? Almost kind of, yeah. But I, I think it's a it'll be a cool thing for you to watch. He his storytelling on that is pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, essentially, he was cast out uh, out of his family, and he was a drunkard. But he found a fighting style, which is you know the drunken fist kind of, <laughs> and. The end scene where he went to go fight the final dude, and it's just one bodega. Um, I think maybe like 20 shots all in total, if I'm uh, recalling it correctly. But just the way it was shot, the way it was um, done, and he fought, it was so perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's one fight scene for me. Um, the second fight scene, which is more classic, is Enter the Dragon by Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the yellow jumpsuit, and he's fucking, oh, so iconic. And then we'll smack right into Kill Bill, uh, volume. <laughs> I, 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 I think surprised. she did such a good job um, with the yellow jumpsuit yeah. on there, and, and I couldn't get enough of it. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a throwback. But she's wielding swords, um, and I, I, I don't know, maybe like 40 people came at her, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. So classic, so classic, and oh. then I think um, Old Boy, also uh, the one long fight scene. If you can remember, do you know what the, uh, what movie I'm talking about? Actually, I haven't seen it, but uh, okay, I, is, is, does it is it good? Should, should we check it yeah, out? <laughs> you should check it out. Um, but it's kind of it drags though. That's the main thing about it. So the guy get imprisoned. Um, into a room for like 20 years and he did shadow boxing to to make up the time when he got out he then had to fight some people it's like such a such a cliche um storytelling but the fight scenes is what kind of makes up for it and if you just type it in on youtube right now old boy fight scene or rather here let me type it into chat so you um old boy fight scene um you will see this long hallway and it's just four minutes of him fighting. It's one hard cut, literally one hard cut. Mm, I um, love that. I love long hard cuts because exactly, it's so yeah. hard. It's so hard to do. Um, the third uh, fight scene for me, uh, more recently, um, Daredevil season season two, I think. And, and the same likeness as Old Boy, um, one hallway, and it's seven minutes. Of them just filming that, and it's wow! It's it's so breathtaking. It's quite amazing. Awesome. Um, when we talk about fight scenes, uh, the one that really um, immediately pops in my head is the one from Kingsman, the first one. Oh uh, yes, yes, that's yes, pretty yes. Entertaining. But uh, the one that I would say is probably one of my favorites would be uh, the one from Inception, just because of the way it was shot. Uh, you know, the mm. rotating hallway. Uh, mm-hmm, the rotating hallway that was like pretty wow such a throwback oh my god <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it i was like yeah that, that's true it does do that yeah mine mine is a little bit more visceral i like the uh you know like the even the 
the little cheesy sound effects. Uh, uh, uh. It's part of the experience. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. I, as cheesy as possible, Tony. I would fucking do it. I don't even care. Yeah. I, I even actually, have those like, sound bites uh, too. Sometimes I like when they do it over the top, you know, like go crazy with it sometimes it just gets ridiculous and stuff are happening but you're just so entertained you don't even care about physics or anything it's just yeah so entertaining or um do you remember the fight scene from i forget which 007 movie it was but they were just behind a um they were behind a neon screen or whatever and it's just their silhouettes fighting i um, i still want to do that I forget what it was. No, I forget which it one. It does sound awesome to have like a fight scene with just silhouettes. That's actually a really cool idea. Yeah. Just, oh man, my brain is like working overtime right now. <laughs> you really are a, a movie guy. Do you watch like, how many movies was you reckon you watch like? I don't, I don't really, I really don't watch that many movies. No. To tell you the truth. Yeah. So I'm you, more you're of, more like picky about what you watch? Yeah. I'm picky about what I watch. I'm more, I watch a lot of TV shows. Oh, you do? What What are you on yeah. right now? Yeah. So here we go. My favorite show of all time, House. Good. Oh, so freaking good. Why? I don't well, care if it's it not the, like, you know. Why is it taking I, the spot? I think it's it's because of Hugh Laurie, the, the actor. He sells it so good. And the story that he tells about, you know, he's, he's pretty much a drug addict. He's a doctor. He takes Vicodin pretty much every day for his leg pain. And just from... From that whole circle of things and the way who are, I forget who the director is um, that told the story. It was so engrossing to me when I was growing up um, that I love it. Even though it was only six seasons, mm. I loved House. Love, love, love House. It's like what, favorite, what else? favorite what are you TV show. Right now, right now though, um, we're talking, it's been on for like 20 seasons. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, something about the doctor thing that gives you an adrenaline. I dig it. Um, but yeah, it, it, I don't really watch too much either. But I, I stick to the longer seasons. Like I dig them because mm-hmm. you know you get into the character. You you feel like you know them. Um, ER also we watched um, for the fifteen seasons. I, I dig it. I loved all the uh, all the people in it. Um, I didn't get into Lost when it was a uh, the whole shebang here in the states they were like oh my god lost have you blah blah i'm like eh it's fine i don't I've, care I've for heard it. it had like a disappointing ending so i don't know you, have you, you watched it save. no i haven't yeah not too much really but a lot of a lot of netflix shorts oh that's let's awesome. just say i love netflix mm-hmm. um speaking of tv shows um i got in uh, very very hooked on breaking bad um, like you don't gotta tell years, me twice the, yeah, breaking bad is so good i i love that um the director actually often would get pretty creative with his angles you know mm-hmm. like a complete overhead over the whole room um yeah shit, like some pretty crazy povs and just some more interesting techniques so that was a great show to bench do you often find yourself looking at the shots and how it's shot more than the physical consumption of the media? I, I try not to because it takes me out <laughs> uh, if I try to analyze something. But often I would find myself when something like cool happens, like a little transition or like a cool angle, I'll, I'll definitely note and be like, okay, I see what they're doing there. Like that was pretty, pretty sick. <laughs> but uh, my, favorite, um, my favorite scene, or rather, I, I think, again, from my brain, uh, if you can remember Dark Knight, 
Yeah. Uh, the Batman movie where Key Ledger comes out uh, of the hospital. Oh, um, yeah. And, he, and just blows in the back. And he was like, uh, yo, what the hell? That is crazy. <laughs> crazy. That was, awesome. that was awesome. But it's part actor, too, though. He sold that so well. Um, and I, and I felt it. And I think that's what I, what I remember more than anything. It's how I, how I felt when that scene happened and how it impacted me. That's what I always remember when I try to make, you know, my, my own videos, like, man, I want to give that same feeling like, or how can I, how can I emulate that same feeling? And I'm pretty sure you're in the same token. How can we tell that story better when we're shooting it on video? When you mention actor. Do you think a um, great director can save a bad actor? Or do you think yes. a great actor can save a bad director? Yes to both. Yes to both? Yes to both. Yeah, yes to both. Even if it's even if it's poorly shot, if that actor sells it, it will it will sell. Or if the the actor can't sell it, if it's shot well, it will it will sell. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that's like a like yeah, a big loaded yeah, question, but I it's like it, yeah, it is definitely like which part is more important, you know, like but mm-hmm. definitely both are absolutely essential. What okay, I know we're we're getting a little longer. What can you tell me some current some current things that you are consuming right now? Whatever it is, video or oh, yeah, YouTube things. Um I do watch YouTube. Um I just love uh watching youtube you know just random stuff um recently most recently i saw on netflix uh their new show rhythm and flow it's like a rap talent show um and while it's not perfect you know um it had its normal talent show Mm -hmm. uh sub story stuff you know but once they got towards the end of the challenges i enjoyed it a lot and actually one of the episodes were about the contestants having to shoot a music video you know and that was really cool to see um, so I just finished it last night, actually. I was pretty happy nice. with it. Um, I watch love Netflix. Um, just I know, Family me too. Guy, yeah, series, YouTube, stuff like that. Um, but I try not to as much because I've noticed that the more I watch stuff, the less I do stuff. <laughs> like, the uh, less I shoot, the less I like, think about making videos. Uh, got you. So I'm trying not to do that too much, you know, not to get too comfortable and lazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you'd rather always to be shooting, you know, your camera in hand outside doing stuff. Uh, that way you're, because it, it, if a muscle is not used, a muscle will not remember um, the motions that it's doing. So it's always important to, to go out and shoot and do that for yourself. But I do want to make one recommendation for you for Netflix. Do you watch any of the food shows there? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, Have you heard of this one? Which... Uh, I'm gonna type it to you right now. Hero dreams of sushi. No, I haven't. Oh my god! You recommend this? Is oh my god, yes. If I can recommend you something about food, this is so. The premise of it is a seventy or seventy year old Japanese guy that thinks his food isn't as good or not even close to good, and he keeps of dreaming of the best sushi. This guy has the highest. He has the highest, not the highest restaurant, but he has the, the the priciest restaurant per plate in the world right now, and it's just sushi. Wow! And that that's a real yeah. story. It's not a fictional show. It's a real story. Yeah, yeah. it's a real story. Um, they sh- uh, whoever the director shot it so phenomenally. 
Um, so this is more pure storytelling. When I watched the when I watched the documentary, I didn't even think of the shots. I was just so engrossed in the story of this guy. Um, it, it was such a it's just a, it'll be a good an hour and a half of you. Sounds to, great. To I'll actually watch. watch this tonight because I was looking for stuff to watch anyways. So thank you for the yeah. recommendation. Yeah, man. Um, there's another one there. Oh my god, what is it? I remember the uh, the the intro to it. Chef's meal, chef's meal. Oh yeah, on FX. I, I, it's pretty I, popular. Yeah, I I've I've been watching this one. Wasn't it with um what was his name? Uh, the Iron Man director, uh, John. Was, was oh yeah yeah yeah. Was it him? Ah, I forget sure, already. Sure. Fuck. Well, someone will say in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> they're like these two idiots talk uh, about film and shit can't so, remember so they can comment <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah but it just the, if the one recommendation ever comes to you uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi uh, that's my go-to that I always tell people um, about food because all the other food stuff are eh not not too bad. Um, there's another one that's pretty awesome. Only season one though. The season two is eh. uh, Mind of a Chef. Okay. By um, oh my god, the other Asian chef that's pretty damn popular here, Mike Chang, David Chang, oh, Mike Chang, <laughs> <laughs> David Chang. Um, at least here in the states, he's most known for his uh, for his ramen. Hmm. Um, this is kind of his. Not documentary, but they shot his life pretty much. Um, and it's narrated by the late, great um, David Bourdain. Sounds Anthony good. Bourdain. Oh, my God. Why am I confusing everybody's <laughs> name here? You just want people to make comments. Don't worry about it. So good. People just <laughs> Everybody's comment. hating right yeah. now. <laughs> hey, it's still engagement on the video, so we'll take it. Oh, my goodness. Now, Tony, I know we, uh, we're definitely going to do part two, part three, part four part everything until we make uh videos ourselves wow uh, is you it and over I? already that hour just flew by yeah it just flies by right and i'm looking at the clock i'm like oh shit <laughs> oh man that was awesome i enjoyed it a lot nice yeah. having like so, a nerdy filmy talk you know i know i mean we're still gonna nerd out no matter oh quick question um or rather uh, a nerd question what camera are you using yeah right now i got the sony a6300 and Ooh. the GoPro Hero 7 Black. And that's your two main go-to? Uh, yes, that's my two cameras. Um, I got oh, it three, so years, good. three years ago, maybe. And it's still doing its job pretty nicely. So I'm probably not upgrading anytime soon. Gotcha. It's pretty good um, for the price. Do you... Oh, no, it's amazing for the price. I know it. Uh, I know it well. I don't, I'm don't. i not a Sony shooter. What I do, do have shoot? a Sony. I have a Panasonic G7. Oh, nice. I used to have the yeah, yeah. GH4. I, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Panasonic. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, the G7 is uh, efficient. It's cheap. It shoots in a reso that I want. Um, for its price, uh, you can even do 4K on it. Um, Hardly anyone I, can beat it on the price, to be honest. Right? You can't beat that G7 price for that. G7 is a beast on that price range. Uh, my second backup camera is a Sony A7R, the original, and a GoPro 7 uh, Hero Black also. Nice. That's a good set. Yeah. That's a good, good gear. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I don't really like to keep, you know, too many things because I, I, I like the run and gun stuff. So yeah, all in one. Yeah, me too. I don't like having like a bunch of stuff in, in my yeah. bag. Isn't it annoying? That's actually like, why I brought the GoPro. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I vlog with a GoPro too. Yeah. So, I'm much, like, so much better. 
But um, yeah, oh man, I, I just want to keep talking. I guess we have to. Wrap it up. <laughs> How about your phone? Do you shoot with your phone? Um, if I, yeah, actually, in my most recent video that I'm shooting, there's the, there's scenes with the phone just because it's the it's the one camera I had with me, and I I just stopped caring that much about like crisp quality and stuff as long as I oh, I, I don't care at the all. story, you know. So yeah, I, I, I don't care at all. I wouldn't use it on purpose, only if I have to. But when I have mm-hmm. to, I don't mind. So I recently, the past year, I upgraded my old iPhone, I think 5S or whatever the hell it was. Uh, it stopped charging, which I hate iPhone for because they make them shits break so much. But I recently jumped ship to Android. I now have a Pixel 3. And let me tell you something. It is phenomenal, the phones nowadays, wow. uh, on what yeah, they can the do. Yeah, the cameras are getting crazier. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. 10 megapixel camera on the back of this uh, can shoot 4K on the phone. You know? A little bit of editing here, a little bit of making spice. It almost looks like a DCL, uh, a DSLR. And it's a little scary. A little scary. Just imagine a few years. Yeah. I'm going to say a few more years. And then... Uh, Goodbye, goodbye, you know, <laughs> chunky, DSLRs. Chunky DSLRs. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, if we can do it in a phone, why would you slug around, you know, the big camera? No, yeah, exactly. Actually, but, um, you know, Twitch their own, though. Uh, I used to have, like, a really bad mindset when I was starting that uh, I wanted to work with clients in the very beginning. I wanted to mm-hmm. make, like, a commercials. And I was looking to buy the biggest, chunkier gear possible, even if I didn't need it necessarily, just so when I go to the client, they see that I have, like, a legit rig or they make f- yeah. think I'm more professional. And if you go with a small-ass camera, you know, it might be amazing quality, but a client who doesn't know about video, they'll, they'll just won't take you seriously. They'll be like, the hell is this Correct. guy doing here with this little camera, you know? So yeah. I just want to say that's a good ending. I guess we need to wrap it up. Just stop me talking. <laughs> um, yeah, for everyone listening, if you're a filmmaker, just it doesn't fucking matter what you shoot. It doesn't. On, you know, just do your thing. Show some stories. Do some cool stuff. And uh, post it in the comments. We'll watch it. <laughs> I'm just trying to get people to comment in the video. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I, I absolutely appreciate that. Do you remember... I want to say like five, I must have been like 10 years ago now. It, it came out uh, on the Sundance Festival, the um, the short that they were shot on a phone. Do you remember that? Um, was that like five, six know. years ago, maybe? I remember like I, I saw a feature movie shot on an iPhone, uh, but don't remember a short. I think there was a, I think there was a short, I want to say that, oh, I'm pro- I'm, we're probably going to get burned for this or some, <laughs> some other dude that's kind of snobby like oh it's called this from whatever um please let us know because i have no idea yeah it's <laughs> i'm just remembering you. the stuff but it was shot on like a phone and it was just like a couple and the story was so it was so enticing that it didn't even matter yeah, you don't even that it was shot it. on the phone actually a little and that's inside like, scoop you know there are feature movies that for some certain shots you know they use like either gopro or they the phone use like sony yeah. 7s2 or 3 like an actual big budget Hollywood production, mm-hmm. they would use the Sony A7S II because they could put it in a weird small places and they don't care if it breaks or anything. So you might as well go to the cinema and see one shot in the between the movie that is shot on a Sony and you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, exactly. And that's the that's I kind of want to leave with that because it doesn't matter what vice it is. There's a different um, there's a different tool for a different set of things to it. Why would you put an Arri Alexa on a corner 
And if it falls down, there's $40,000 down the drain. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Or you can put an A7S2, which is like five, 600 bucks, can do almost the same quality with amazing editors that will make it look almost similar to Very the important. Alexa. Yeah, the core great. Very right? important. And if that falls and you're like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they think about it. You know, that's how, how, that's how the, film, uh, the filmmakers think about it. Why would you put the, the crazy, stupid big rig? um for it to fall down <laughs> or you can just take one of this that almost does the same quality but eventually they will start to think it the other way though uh, it's like you yeah. know what i don't want that clunky gear anymore let's uh, just shoot it with this absolutely absolutely and then tony and i will review it <laughs> <laughs> hey anytime anytime oh my goodness now if you don't mind can you just can you just tell them one more time where they can find you? Your YouTube channel, I'll make sure to link it all underneath below. Oh, but cheers. Actually, don't even get me started on that, but uh, I have so many videos that I took down just because after some oh, time no. I'm not happy with them. Yeah, I hate myself for that. Uh, but I do have some stuff in there. Yeah, well, my name is Tony V. Genov. Um, if anyone manages to spell that, they can find me in any social media <laughs> by typing that. You know? And whoever types it and manages to spell Genov, if you spell that and find me, send me a message and I'll do something nice for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll give you a Look shout. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so should I type your name wrong then in the comments below so they don't get it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm on a mindset. It's all engagement. You know, I'll take oh, anything. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. This but yeah, before we go, real quick, thank you so much for having me. This is really, really Dang, fun. Man. I think what you're doing is really cool. It's like a fresh idea to implement the whole food stuff and the filmmaking. It's something that I enjoy listening to and now I enjoy even more being on. So thank you again so much for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I wish we could uh, work the Skype together because um, I, I sent you a couple of links where because I, I do video podcasts with my with my co-host. And the real time, you know, kind of conversation and the reaction is what I strive for. Um, that's why I took out, I mean, I still upload audio formats, you know, out, but man, there's something about video mm, for sure that you just can't replace. And if you see, if you just see it on our faces, that's kind of the whole thing. But like, uh, Tony's actually, you know, out of ways. We, we, he's not in the States. No, I don't no. think I've mentioned that at all. Actually, what time it is in the States right now? And right now it is it is twelve forty seven p.m. Eastern. Okay, good. Yeah, well, we have a uh, yeah big time difference. It's evening right now. <laughs> yeah, you're like six hours ahead, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, almost uh, seven p.m. Oh wow, 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 wow! Well, <laughs> it's time to make that potato. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, we made it work, <laughs> and you know, like uh, people looking forward like if this has good feedback i'd love to jump back on it and we'll do a video podcast and we'll Ooh. share a very special potato recipe how about that oh my god there you go <laughs> from from tony himself now i'll make sure to link all Tony's stuff Thank underneath you. below and i won't spell his name wrong i won't do that <laughs> okay that way you guys can find him but all the links are on the description below uh we post podcasts every tuesday at 10 a.m., or at least I like to say 10 a.m., but it just depends on when I get the editing done. And then on Thursdays uh, with other podcasters and my, you know, our own chef show, because we do we do two broken up shows, Tuesday where we do whatever, whatever random that Sean and I do, and then on Thursdays, specifically food. Um, so that's going to happen. Other than that, Tony, you want to say one more other thing before we close? Yes. Shout out to Devoted Daydream. 
<laughs> Links on the description below. Other than that, guys, thank you so much and have a good day.